You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello. Friday. Look at that. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning. Good morning. Jimmy is ruining my life. <laughs> that candle. Of, of course his candle that we I'm made for so him has to be the worst smelling thing. Like, I walked over by your desk to get my headphones this morning. Yeah. And I was like, where is it? Where is it? Because it, it, it smells so strong like Jimmy's apartment. Yeah. They really nailed it. They really, like the... The Prairie Rose candle. Yeah. They captured Jimmy in a candle. And it wasn't even near your desk. It was I can in here s- in a locked safe. No, <laughs> I did that. Oh, uh, okay. Because I walked in the building and I could smell it when I walked in. <laughs> the whole building smells like his ass. <laughs> and uh, we made a huge mistake. We made a huge oh, mistake in this candles. thing. I, like, it's sitting next to our candles and all... Oh, you can't. It's probably going to take over because mine smells like chicken. It's quite nice. Yours is beer. Mine's beer. With kind of a perfumey smell to it. We have to talk to her about putting it in some kind of a bag or something. So I found a... What I did was I I was like, oh, we can't have this. I didn't even think of it yesterday, but we just stuck the candles in in our area. Like, yeah. just in my in my cubicle, the locker room area. Yeah. And, uh, and it just... It's completely dominated the entire building it's like taking a life of its own yeah, yeah it's it needs to be transported in like how they transport nuclear waste well i have that cooler um and that's what i put it in yeah so just to it sort of see working but it's probably getting stronger all, it's all probably i can feeding smell off of our candles. taste right now is that stupid candle it's kind of a cheesy just brutal to buy our candles when they're available <laughs> <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with me. It might be the new house or something. With your lots dreams? Of, lots of changes in my life. Yeah. Um, so I think that probably has a lot to do with it. Lots on your mind, so maybe? type this in. Okay. Um, I dreamt that a co-worker saw me naked. <laughs> You gonna tell us which one? I don't know if I I'm ready to reveal that. Why did I dream a naked coworker? Uh, uh, no, I dreamt that um, that a, a coworker saw me naked. Actually, specifically, your boss watched me shower. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very vivid memory. Like I, <laughs> does it say anything? Dreaming about someone 
Watching you shower. Dream about someone watching you shower as a signal for enjoyment and tranquility at home. You are feeling emotionally overpowered or emotionally threatened. You want to stray from your significant other. (laughs) Your dream states harmony, protection, warmth, and pleasant and comfortable circumstances. You feel you are alone in the world. But nothing about your coworker there. There's Um, nothing about showering, getting caught showering by your coworker? Nothing about that. Um, so th- I didn't have the stream last night. I had it the other night and I woke up and I was like, I'm going to talk to the guys about this. But my first thought was I was going to send a note to the person that I was dreaming about that caught me showering. <laughs> and then I legitimately, cause this person doesn't work. She doesn't work here anymore. Okay. But it's somebody that I have worked with, like, that I used to work with. But she used to work here and doesn't work here. No, 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 no. Oh, hold on. And it, well. Is Melissa right? No. (laughs) No. Anyway. Dreaming of taking a shower is a symbol of healing. Um cleansing of our thoughts, feelings, and minds, but nothing about being watched by a coworker. Okay, yeah. Anyway, so I legitimately, uh, yesterday, I had it, I, I wrote it down. I was like, okay, we got to talk about this because the guys will find this fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and then I totally forgot, but I was, when, when I was writing it down to talk about, I was also contemplating an email to the person that um, I was dreaming about mm-hmm. watching me shower. And then I would, just before I hit send, I was like, I can't send this. This is going to be really weird. (laughs) She's going to be really creeped out by this. (laughs) That's a really bad idea. I'm glad I caught myself. That's a really weird dream. Can you imagine getting an email from somebody at like five o'clock in the morning? I had a dream that you were watching me shower last last night. night. I'm like, uh, Uh, please never email me again. I said it out loud. Lose this number. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there's nothing in there. Nothing about a coworker watching you shower. No. All right. We've learned nothing this morning. Oh wait, here. So if you dream about someone watching you shower, it usually shows that uh, you have a problem and you need freedom. So you need freedom from a problem. Maybe it's a problem with coworkers, and you need freedom from it. Well, I don't have any issues with coworkers. <laughs> they might have a few with you. Always me. <laughs> this is the theme with Jimmy. Write it down. Were they in the shower with you? No, no. They were just sort of just in, the, in the room watching me. And it was not. it was not sexual. This did not turn me on at all. I was actually quite bothered by it. Yeah. And I wanted them to leave. Because I wanted to finish up, right. but they weren't. They were just sort of lingering. Hmm. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't a pleasant dream at all. No? No. No, not at all. <laughs> we're not getting any help with my dream. No, we're not. But a coworker watching me shower. And Grant and I are just trying to figure out which one. <laughs> so, they weren't naked. They, they were fully they clothed. They were fully clothed. Were they in a chair? No. Standing there? No, they were just in the room. And and again, it was awkward. It wasn't sexual. So, and I, and the, the, the person that, um, that was watching me shower, I'm not attracted to either. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a physical attraction for this person. Right. So that's, so Rob, the Dick's comment is 
pointless. Yeah, I thought but maybe because a lot of people so, can break down dreams and they have a, a better idea. So if we break it down in pieces, dreams about being watched can be interpreted as a symbol of being judged. So you feel like you're being judged. Yeah, and if that's... someone sees you in the shower, it says you have a problem, and you need freedom from it. Okay. Hmm. I thought he already got freedom. He's. I'm taking the bus to work. <laughs> You're already in the. Oh, midst was it of Jimmy freedom. watching you shower? No, it was not Jimmy watching me shower. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrified. Yes, <laughs> for me as well. <laughs> Three, two. Midget at the movies. I shall call him Mini. It's like Minute at the movies, but shorter. I just had a thought. This isn't going to work right now. There's no kid. There's, there's no, no kids, kids up, up right listening. Now. No, there's no, no, but parents that have kids that they're they go uh, like them favorite up. movies or like the a movie that's a must watch. The kid always watches. I thought you said to me, you said we're gonna let we're gonna let kids pick listeners, my movie. kids right. pick kids. your movie for the weekend, but I don't think they're up at six thirty in the morning. Well not normal kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So cause he thought Jimmy would get a break from kids. This is what because he, he needs a break from, from horror movies, from bad movies, well, and scary yeah, movies. October's and, over, and so yeah. he wanted something light to start the month yeah. out with. All right, well, we'll throw it out there. Uh, maybe there is a kid up that's I don't know going to hockey practice or something like that. What's your favorite movie? So that was the idea this morning was that we were going to let a kid pick Jimmy's movie. So anybody under the age of what I don't know, fifteen, sixteen, I can give you Nora's. Okay, what's Norris? Enchanto. What's Enchanto? It's a, a Pixar Mexican one. Okay. It's actually really good. Well, you're Mexican. That'll work. Yeah. We'll write that down. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. There we go. Good job, Grant. Enchanto. If, you, if anybody else is listening that, that's got kids, what's their favorite movie? Or if they want to pick a movie for Jimmy, 780-989-0957. Text it in. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, we got a couple of things colliding here. We're doing the Midget at the Movies thing. Yeah. Plus, we still got people trying to figure out my dream for me. Um, we're going to chat with Morgan in a minute. She, You told me she's got a breakdown on my dream? Yeah, she sent in a really great breakdown, so we'll give her a phone call. Okay, and have we got any movies that interest you that actually, have been texted in? One of the most common ones that have come in is actually the Minions. Yeah, the Minions movies. Have you seen the Minions? No. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, Monsters, Inc. has come in, which is an older one, but... You've seen Monsters, Inc. Great movie. A John long Goodman. time ago, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Billy Crystal. Also, uh, uh, Big Hero 6 came in. But That's yeah, my... Minions actually, Big Hero 6 is one of my daughter's, Bluebird's favorite movies. I've never seen it. She loves that movie. Never seen it. Okay. All right. So, we, we got a couple to choose from. And like I said... Um, we're going to switch gears here. We're going to go back to my dream analysis. That's coming up. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Calling Morgan. Morgan had a breakdown of your dream. Okay, good. It was quite good. Good morning, guys. How you doing, Morgan? Good, how are you? Good. So you sent a text and you broke down my dream. I had a dream the other night where a co-worker watched me shower. Yeah. 
What's your thought? I think that your coworker, because they're kind of insignificant to you, just represents your workplace in general. And then the fact that you're naked and you don't really like that you're naked and being looked at is that you're being judged by your workplace. What do you think? That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate this, Morgan. Thank you. Or Anytime. he's just I'm here for more dream tips in the future. Or he's just <laughs> developing a new fetish and he wants people to see him shower. See, it wasn't. I don't. I don't think so. I, I mean, that sounds I like was, a more fun answer, but I don't think so. I wasn't turned on by this. That's why it's so. Yeah. Plus, if it, if I would have been turned on by it, if it was something that I probably would not have contemplated emailing that person. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. That lets you know that it's genuinely innocent. All right. Thank you, Morgan. Yeah. I appreciate this. Anytime, guys. Have a good one. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So there is a conversation right now about the possibility of Ryan Reynolds buying the Ottawa Senators. Everybody I've heard talk about this has said that this is something they think might actually happen. Yeah. Um, well, he owns that soccer team. Yeah. And, and he's loaded. Wales, he's loaded. Obviously, he wouldn't be able to buy the team by himself, but he'd be like the face of it. Yeah. You know, there's always partners behind the scenes, and then he's the face of it. They say he has, um, well, this is, this is what people can get. This is what the information you can get online mm-hmm. is that he has access to $150 million cash, but is worth over a billion dollars. Mm. His net worth is, yeah. is yeah. because he has um, the gin company, aviation. He yeah. has a cell phone company, Mint, I yeah. think it's called. He owns the soccer team. Um, he owns the land and the stadium the soccer team is on. Oh, does he? Um, there's a couple of other things that he's got his hands on. He's got a production company now that does a bunch of work. Obviously, mm. he's done some blockbuster movies that he still makes money from. Yeah, the guy's not hurting for cash. Yeah. And but I still, s- it's a lot of money to drop. Yeah. I saw that yesterday, um, the announcement of Jess Bezos and Jay-Z. Possibly buying <laughs> the Commanders. The Commanders. Yeah, Jeff Bezos and Jay-Z might be teaming up to buy the Commanders. Again, like Jay-Z used to own the Brooklyn Nets, right? Did he? Yep. Yeah, I, he didn't, was, I didn't know that. He owned the Brooklyn Nets, but he had to sell them because he started a, a an agency for players. Uh, so like a sports management. So and so you're not allowed to own a team if you're managing basketball players and negotiating their salaries okay. and stuff, right? Yeah. And he was like a, the face of it. Like he had a small yeah. share. Kind of like, I think that's how Mario Lemieux might be for the Penguins too. Yeah. I mean, there's, obviously there's, there's groups of people that own a lot yeah. of these franchises but, because there's so much money I mean, involved. Jeff Bezos could just buy it outright. Yes. Yeah. I think the fact that um, Jeff Bezos, I think Jeff Bezos would want the Jay-Z connection. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it makes him a little cooler. I was just going to say, he, Jeff Bezos strikes me as the type of guy that wants to be cooler. <laughs> right? Like, he seems like a, he's not happy being one of the richest men in the world. He also wants to be seen as cool. Yes. And so exactly. So he could, you're right, he could, yeah. he could walk in there and, and scratch a check off right now for the team. But maybe if I do it with Jay-Z, maybe. It's crazy to see the difference maybe the between the think I'm value of sports franchises like yeah. so Ryan Reynolds buying the Senators they're saying they have a, a value of about 600 million yeah and the commanders who are not even a good 
football team uh, have a $5.6 billion value. The, the NFL franchises are. It's crazy. I mean, Amazon paid $11 billion to broadcast those terrible Thursday games. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah, what, what the sports stuff. Um, baseball, I think baseball might be worse. Yeah. From an owner, like, money-wise. Yeah. Actually, no. What's the most expensive team? I think it's an NFL team. That's a quick Google. Most expensive North American? Most expensive team in North America. Sports franchise. I bet you it's probably the Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I was just saying, you want to take bets? I bet it's the Cowboys up the Yankees. Okay, Yankee. so Cowboys, 5.5. Yankees, 5. And then the Knicks and the Lakers. The Knicks and the Lakers. So uh, basketball's up there, too. Huh? That's yeah. interesting. Cruise News. City administration has released the proposed operating budget for 2023-2026. The sound you hear is not locked duct taping Jimmy, but sealing his the Jimmy smelling candle into a bag inside of a cooler. Anyways, it's the second of four proposed operating budgets the council will consider. Uh, this one covers day-to-day expenses, roads, transit, fire, police, rec centers. If this is the proposed budget that they choose, it calls for an annual property tax rate increase of 3.9% each year. That's a jump from this year where homeowners paid 1.9% and 0% the year before because of the pandemic. Uh, The city said that increase would mean a household would pay $718 for every $100,000 of their assessed home value. According to the mayor, the average home in Edmonton is assessed at $415 thousand which breaks down to eight dollars a day in taxes which they were trying to sell as a ah, it's not that bad eight dollars a day but come on that's a wendy's breakfast deputy prime minister that's a lot of money they're there it's a lot of money they th- this is they're gonna get a backlash on mm-hmm. this big time yeah point nine percent because no one's one no one's wages are going up either nobody's wages going up three point nine percent no so that. you're yeah. just all you're doing is you're just making everybody's lives more difficult yeah it, you, you really have to pay again I don't want to harp on this but this is the same group that wants to add. Uh, Seven hundred billion dollars worth of bike lanes to the. Mm-hmm. I, I, hey, I got an idea. This is going to be crazy. Take the money you were going to spend on bike lanes, yeah, and give everybody a ta- tax. This bag isn't working. No, I can still, <laughs> you can smell, still the smell the candle. Do we Jimmy's- need? Do we need a billion dollars? worth of bike lanes, more bike lanes in the city? Or would we all benefit more from less taxes? A tax break. A tax break. It's not how they don't think. You, don't Just you need scooter lanes? Like, you need the scooter lanes. Just throwing that out there. Maybe don't do the bike lanes. And then you don't have to raise our taxes by 16% in the next four years. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Cruz. Good morning, guys. I was just listening to your um, update about the tax increase and the bike lanes, and I am, I'm not going to give you my name. I am just a very disgruntled citizen. Um, are you guys familiar with the Victoria Park Promenade downtown? Is that the one no, that the... overlooks the golf course? 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The golf course. Have you seen it lately? No, I haven't been down there. Well, we used to live down there, and it was such a beautiful walk. But now they put a bike lane in there, and probably every five feet, there's one of those signs, bright green and white posts, plus a bagillion signs. Because apparently, bike culture doesn't know where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And they totally ruined it. Like it was probably one of the nicest walks in the city and it's just gross now it looks so tacky i know exactly where you're talking yeah, about yeah I, th- I think i do i used too. to walk I, I used to live right next to it yeah i'm yeah, just and- trying to find um the breakdown on the next bike lane proposal because i saved it because I, mean, I i couldn't I'm all believe for bike it. lanes as long as those that subscribe to bike culture follow the rules like us motorists do uh, bike? But they kind of seem to think that, you know what, I'm on a bike, I have the right of way every single place I go, yeah. even over a pedestrian. My problem with cyclists, not to turn this into a, a session, but uh, is that they, they want to be both pedestrians and cars. Yeah. So they get Absolutely. to a four-way, they, they roll up to a four-way stop, and even though you're there first, they're like, no, we're pedestrians, we're going, and they go out in front Absolutely. of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I... Plus, they got all those nerdy hand There's signs. so much more we can spend on. I don't speak bike There's- dork. <laughs> I, again, <laughs> I just... I, you know what? I think what ends up... Ha- uh, you don't want to use your name. That's fine. But um, can I call you Sarah? Mm. It's a little too close. <laughs> <laughs> and I will wear... In this instance, I will use that name proudly. <laughs> all right, Sarah. Um this is my issue with with the whole thing with with bike lanes is um i i think what has happened in edmonton is you have a segment of the population that doesn't want to be what's the best way of putting it you have you have people in edmonton that aren't comfortable with being from edmonton they want to be vancouverites so what they go to vancouver yeah well that's just it so they're trying to mix edmonton something that it isn't rather than just embracing what we are right absolutely And, and i think that's the bigger issue and and i think that's why there is this push and listen it's winter here quite a few months of the year if we have bike lanes in the River Valley, I am all for that. But impeding traffic downtown, adding more bike lanes, making it even... It's very confusing to get around this city with what we already have. And they're going to more than double what we already have um, with That's the proposed good. plan. And and I just think it's it's a mistake. And and again, the, the tax increases that they're proposing to move forward with are all about getting those things they think they need so that they can make this city something that they want it to be so that we're not labeled what they don't like us to be labeled. That's very confusing, but that's the sense that I get. I I concur. Yes. This is a beautiful city. We're a great city. Like, let's just settle into that and be comfortable with what, that, right? Yeah, but when... And then... Keep our city beautiful, but don't mar it up with those like in posts everywhere. So yeah. cyclists know where they're supposed to be, and but still don't adhere to that. 
Listen, we have to let you, you know go. What? But I'm when I'm driving my vehicle, Sarah, I'm responsible Sarah, for my Sarah, vehicle. I'm sorry, we have to go. I'm sorry. Okay, bye, guys. Uh, have a good day. T- take yeah. care. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay. I feel a bit better. You feeling okay? I feel a little bit better. I got rid of the candle. <laughs> We're supposed to be trying to sell these Silly things, things, man. <sighs> I'm charity. so triggered by smells. You know how we sell it is you, you buy the package. You get your candle and my candle. They smell delightful. You get Jimmy's candle, and you use it to prank somebody. You put it in somebody's car. You put it in somebody's house without yeah. them knowing. That's what you do with Jimmy's candles. You prank or, somebody with or it. Or if you have a kid that you want to move out, put it in their room. Yeah. Too much of a risk. Or if, if somebody gets caught for terrorism and we want to punish them. Put them in a jail cell with it. With it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I, should, I chose that. My whole morning, candle. I've just been... I, I You're can't. very bothered by smells, too. I am And very. so once it's in your nostrils... It's That's like, all you smell. It's not going away. We, um, I, I, we got the candles delivered yesterday, but literally the last 30 minutes we were here. Yeah. We smelt them. There's a video up on our Facebook... Mine specifically, yeah, um, of us like getting a, a whiff of the of the candles. What? Well, we should probably set this up again. So we're working with Prairie Rose Candle Company, and we wanted to do locker room candles. Okay, mm-hmm. so we got one that smells like beer. That's mine. We got one that smells like chicken. That's Grant. We got one that smells like the den of sadness. That's Jimmy's. Jimmy's apartment. So she did up these candles and then dropped them off for us yesterday. And um, I took the candles, I left them in the brown paper bag that they came in, and I put them just in our corner of the, the, the building here. I came in this morning at 5 o'clock this morning. I'm surprised there wasn't like some kind of an email sent out from the... Bomb s- squad. Yeah, like it was <laughs> There's going to be with a strange package in the hallway. <laughs> uh, so I, I came in this morning, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. All I can smell... Is Jimmy? That's it, and <laughs> I know really that smell. I know that smell because I've been to his apartment. Yeah, I don't know how they did it. So anyway, I took it. I found a cooler that we had. Somebody dropped off beer, and we kept the cooler. I put that in there, and then I was like, I need to remove this from our workspace because mm-hmm. this is going to upset coworkers. So I brought it in here, and then this morning, all morning, I all I can smell is this. Ass candle. Well, I came in and I went to our corner to get my headphones. And candle wasn't even there anymore, and it overwhelmed me. And I have a poor sense of smell, by the way. Like, and I was like, "Whoa, that is awful. What is? Where is it?" And I couldn't find it. And then you're like, "It's in the studio, in the cooler. It's not even over there." So now so I've got candle. it. I've got it in a bag. Um, it's in a cooler, yeah. which is inside of a garbage bag, which has been duct taped closed, and it's outside. It's of like the-, the Ark of the Covenant in the Indiana Jones. Yeah, if anyone opens it, it's. <laughs> Anyway, what were our candle names? Mine was Get Lit. Yours is Get... Is it yours, Get Lit? Mine yeah. is Finger Wicken Good. And, G- and chicken. Jimmy's is... Candle Sadness. <laughs> you use it to prank somebody. The money's going to go to the Edmonton Food Bank. It is for a really good cause. Yeah. Okay. It is ruining my life right now, mm-hmm. but it's for a good cause. It's sometimes there's pain. When you're giving back, sometimes being you have a to good ex- person isn't always easy. Isn't always easy. 
What's it called again, Jimmy? Candle Sadness. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Don't forget, everybody, our clocks are moving back this weekend. Falling back for reasons that no one's really sure of anymore. Something to do with feeding the cows. I don't know. I think they just want to make sure that the seasonal depression really takes hold. You know? Hey, are you cold right now? You've been shoveling snow all day? Well, good news because it now also gets dark at 4 p.m. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. It's become this talking point for like every new government now, too, because new governments always used to promise to make weed legal. That was their big election issue. (laughs) We're going to make weed legal. Now Justin Trudeau did it. So the new topic is we're going to get rid of daylight saving. And they put it to a vote, and then it gets voted down because we've always done it. Why would we change now? In my humble opinion... We need to be more like Saskatchewan this weekend. When they tell us to change our clocks, just say no. Refuse to change your clocks this weekend. Hello, darkness. And it's called a bunny hug, not a hoodie. The Grant Report is brought to you by Bike Lanes. Are you tired of icy, snow-covered roads? Try riding, riding your bike into work today. The Bike Lanes, guaranteed to be plowed and sanded just hours after every snowfall. Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, so I tweeted out this video yesterday because I, I was told by somebody, and we're going to call that person here in a minute, I was told that this was Spruce Grove, Alberta, and it was such a random thing to say that it didn't sink in that he might be screwing with me, mm-hmm. right? And then I saw the video again because it's getting—it's got a ton of views. It's quite entertaining, um, and it actually looks like if you look at it, it could be if you don't really pay attention. <laughs> It could be. It's a guy in like a 1981 Camaro. Yeah. And his license plate says Leroy. Leroy. And he spins up right here onto the street. And then somehow his door comes open and he flies out. And then his car goes flying into another parking lot. (laughs) He goes flying out of the street (laughs) and his car goes off into a parking lot. It's a very entertaining video. Anyway, if you want to see it. I retweeted it yesterday yeah. and and said this was apparently Spruce Grove series question does anyone know who this guy is because I thought if it was maybe somebody locally would see it yeah might and, be a cruise listener and we could talk to them because he fell out of the car I'm sorry <laughs> it's funny and I wanted to call the guy and see if you know see if he was okay yeah, no you were concerned I wanted to phone and make fun of him <laughs> anyway um, it's not Spruce Grove. <laughs> no. It's somewhere down in the States. It's in, like, Georgia. And I didn't pay attention, like, and everyone's, t- everyone, uh, everyone's like, commenting on it. Because in the video, there's, like, a um, an, an Ace. Ace Hardware and a Riley's Auto Parts. And, like, yeah. we don't have that in Canada, even. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a, a couple of comments. There's don't recognize them, you know, road rash comments. And then, the, and then most of them are, like, Hey, dummy, it's an Ace Hardware with a U.S. flag fronting, <laughs> flying in front of the store. <laughs> yeah, this big, huge American flag. 
So I just annoyed a bunch of people from Spruce Grove. You mean it was in Spruce Grove? You you just assumed that uh, Spruce Grove already has defected to the U.S. So we're going to call the guy who told me it was Spruce Grove because... it just was just thrown out there. Hey, yeah, no, this video is from Spruce Grove. Yeah. And I didn't question it. <laughs> you just, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, this makes sense. So when I saw the video again on my timeline, because it's trending, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe somebody from Spruce Grove knows this Leroy guy, and we can get him on the phone. <laughs> Leroy. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Hello. Dean Lundell. Yeah. Did you know that that video of the guy, Leroy, did you know that he... That wasn't Spruce Grove? Yes. You're such a dick. I just said it was because I knew that you would snap because you're so protective of Alberta. Well, no, I sent out a, I sent out a tweet yesterday that said he knows this guy in Spruce Grove, and then everyone starts yeah. calling me out. Yeah, exactly. I knew, I dude, I was like two seconds away from replying saying, dude, it's not in Spruce Grove, but I don't care. I want to watch that happen to you. <laughs> Every single day on the show, you don't think I'm, you don't think it stops on Twitter, do you? Like <laughs> making you look ridiculous by you just doing the work is my favorite thing to watch. <laughs> All right. I just needed to clear that up. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He's from St. Albert. Anyway, have a great day. <laughs> That's a funny video. It is, yeah. yeah. It's quite entertaining. Yeah. The guy, uh, you can hear the out. white snake playing. <laughs> <laughs> and now, nerd news with James B. White, the first. So, I don't know who this superhero is, for one. Um, Wonder Man, I've never even heard of him. Wonder he's Mar- Man! He he's Marvel. Uh, and <laughs> he's the bread maker. <laughs> he's doing. They're doing a movie. It looks like it, they're including uh, some guy Bob Odenkirk. I, some guy. Wow. Some guy Bob Odenkirk. We I looked. Saul? I looked. Uh, never seen it. You've uh, never seen his face though. Uh, Saul Goodman, Breaking Bad. No, that I, Mr. That, Show with him and David Cross. That right there probably sums up why like, we do midget at the movies. Well, no, not so much that, but I think the difference in the in the lives that we lead. Like we Maybe, get yeah. we get pretty fairly daily examples of it. Like Jimmy just lives a different existence. He's well, you watched Little Women. He was in Little Women. He has no idea who Bob Odenkirk is. Bob Odenkirk is probably. One of the top twenty comedic actors. And, yeah, yeah. I'd say if, if you were putting together a list of the most powerful people in Hollywood, you might put him on that list. Yeah, it started out with Mr. Show. I mean, that show was massive with Bob Odenkirk and, and David Cross, and yeah. and I was reading that at the time that he got the character Saul Goodman in Breaking Bad, he was like bankrupt. Yeah, he was going through some hard times, and then he Saul Goodman turned it around for he him. He just had that action movie that people are still talking about. Apparently, that was really good. Oh, I, yeah. I still haven't seen it. Where he's he goes, he does the revenge thing, but it's like like your your typical it, revenge story, but not. It's uh, called Nobody, right? Yeah, that one. Yeah, but it's not. It's not the one you think it is. Like this guy doesn't actually have the tools to do it no, to do the job. He's just a regular he's guy. Just a regular guy, but just goes on a revenge thing. Yeah, that's remarkable. So he's going to be a superhero now? 
Yeah, Wonder Man. Oh, he's going to be in Wonder Man. <laughs> he's going to be the bread man. He and is supposedly Wonder-, Wonder Man is the Marvel's longest, uh, like, oldest characters in, in comic books. So one of it, their first. I've never heard of that. Me neither, and I'm yeah. a nerd. That's crazy. Wonder Man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everyone's a superhero now. Or in a superhero movie. Even Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. We're shooting a little video today. I actually had a moment. Because I I, I was a little bit triggered by the the Christmas stuff that I'm seeing, right? Like, I'm seeing a lot of Christmas advertising. I'm seeing a lot of Christmas stuff in the store. All the decorations around. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little bit bothered by it. I was like, ah, I get it. Every year it's it's earlier and earlier. It was at the Costco, and then they got like three aisles dedicated mm-hmm. to Christmas stuff already. And, and I was like, ah. I get bothered by it when it's before Remembrance Day. It's yeah. kind of a thing for me. Remembrance too. Day next week. Yeah, it's too early. I... I, I like the Costco thing makes sense to me because yeah. people have to start planning ahead. They right. So yeah. if you need wrapping paper because you're sending gifts overseas or whatever, or even it's nice to buy it little bits at a time rather than December. You got to spend yeah. all this money at once. Well, and and the other thing too is maybe you need some decorations or mm-hmm. like that. I can wrap my head around. So it's I don't get bothered by that, but like. The Christmas advertising. Yeah. That it right now is too early. And am I am I wrong? I don't know. When did we used to get the the wish book? I'm pretty sure that would have been here by now. But yeah, because it used again, to a shopping it, thing. Because it used to come early so that you can order it for Christmas. Do I need to know about your special Christmas drink right now though? <laughs> Is that fair? Like, I don't want to be the negative I'm okay Nancy with it. here. Okay. I'm okay with it. I'm a Chevy Chase when it comes to Christmas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're a bit like that, right? Yeah. What if we started playing Christmas music right now? I hate Christmas music. <laughs> I never want to hear Christmas music. The only Christmas Chris- song that... Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, I'm good with Christmas music. Because I've gotten about... Because I'm the music director here. Yeah. I have, I, and I don't think I'm exaggerating. I bet you I've seen in the last two weeks, a hundred plus emails with Christmas songs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've, it's I've, too much for I've me. I've never been into the Christmas music. I think you got, I think should be a rule for Christmas music. It should be a music. law. Like you can't do anything Christmas wise. I don't want to see, nobody gets to see anything Christmas until um, December. Mm-hmm. December 1st. And then I can wrap my head around it. Or at least last week in November. You always got to change things, eh? <laughs> yeah. It's got to go a little bit different than Locke. I can't agree with Locke. Ever. Ever. Hey. But I can kind of... I got to change something, though. Hey, by the way, I can smell the candle, now. Oh, man. I literally... It's ruining my day. Like, I... <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. A lot of talk about Twitter right now. The layoffs are happening, the ones that he promised. He's laying off 
what was it? Did I read that? 70% or 75% of their staff. <sighs> That's worldwide, too. Yeah. So mass layoffs today. Um, it's obviously being bought by Elon Musk. There's a whole story behind why he ended up buying it. He made the offer the first time and mm-hmm. then backed out. And then he's back in again because I think he... He thought that the legal issues revolving around backing out were going to be more expensive than actually just purchasing the damn thing. Um, so he bought it, went in there, fired everyone already, and now he's laying off the staff. You said you were seeing stories online of people... Employees. There was tweets, they're, oddly enough, using Twitter to show that they're being fired by Twitter. <laughs> and uh, they're like trying to log in, and it's saying, like, your password was changed one hour ago, which is never good. Right, that's always a sign if you haven't been let go yet when you go to get on your work email and you yeah. can't get on. Here's the thing. Now, listen, Elon Musk is not a likable guy. No. I think, I think that's been established. People just, they don't like him. And if they were, if he was likable at some point, um, that ship sailed. Because I, I never really... It's kind of childish, eh? Yeah. Which I, I, I think rubs people but, the wrong way. But the thing is, though, is the guy's a billionaire. Richest man in the world. You don't get a billionaire, but you become a billionaire by being a nice guy. Like, you you have to... What are you talking about? Bill Gates seems awesome. You have to... <laughs> like, you know, he's cut it... He's cutting fat, as they say in the business, right? They're getting rid of people, this and they're is, probably hiring the new people that are less this seems paid. A little, this seems a little less like cutting fat. I think this seems more like he just spent $40 billion, and now he's like, we're going bare bones because <laughs> well, I'm not sinking any more money into this I thing. also think that because he, this was such a contentious purchase this mm-hmm. whole process he and and he was called out by the employers they sent a letter to him which did is you never read a the good letter? idea yeah it was pretty bad i would have wanted to fire people so too. i'm sure he got that letter from the employees complaining yeah and then he was like all right we're starting fresh we're getting rid of everyone i'm bringing in my people yeah yeah if yeah. you don't like it eh. here's the thing i'm not siding with elon musk um it is a little childish what he's doing because it seems almost spiteful that he's mm-hmm. just okay. Well, I'm just going to fire 75 percent of you then. You don't like me. I'm just going to fire everybody, right? So it's it is. You're right. It is kind of childish. Yeah. But here's the thing. I, like I think he. This is a prediction. I think he's going to make this thing profitable. Oh, he probably will. He probably yeah. will. Like, like the whole idea, and everyone's making fun of him for the eight dollars for the blue checkmark thing. Mm-hmm. I think the way people are wired, I think that'll work. Yeah, it might. Uh, he might actually. You want to be verified on Twitter? Pay him eight dollars a month. I'm thinking about it. Are you? <laughs> You're doing that just to make Dean mad, though. Your co-host well, on your podcast. There's a little bit of that. <laughs> But if I get something from it, mm-hmm. if somebody, if it, if I benefit from it, right? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: he's saying that my tweets will be seen by more people. <laughs> That's that a good thing. Right, right into the, my arrogance. The world needs more Lachlan. Ninety-five-seven <laughs> Cruise FM. This is uh, Jeff. We're calling. Hello. It's the locker room. Morning. So you have an event coming up that we want to give you a little bit of help with, if if we can. Rucksack March for Remembrance. Can you give us a breakdown on what this is, Jeff? Sure. 
story. Uh, it's a fundraising event for Wounded Warriors. It takes place um, at multiple sites across Canada this weekend, but we're more uh, focusing on Edmonton. Okay. Excellent. And you have a specific reason for being involved as well, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, the event started a couple, uh, six years ago, and then it was more geared, or it seemed to me it was more geared towards military or uh, veterans. And um, in 2018, the fall of 2018, I lost a good friend of mine to suicide, and that kind of steered me towards being more involved. Firefighter, right? Friend of yours? Yes, yes, he was a firefighter uh, lieutenant in Strathcona County. Okay, and you're also a firefighter, right? I am. I'm a firefighter in the city of Edmonton. Okay. Hey, you guys go through a lot of... It goes without saying. Uh, yeah, we do. And then um, I think one of the misconceptions about the mental illness part of it is uh, that it doesn't necessarily have to be one event. Like, everybody wants to know about, you know, that one call that made you sick or that one call that bothers you. But uh, for a lot of people, it's just whittling away. So it's... Yeah. A, you know, a little thing here and there for over the years. And if you don't deal with it, then it becomes a bigger problem. Yeah, I could totally uh, yeah, I appreciate that. And there's, you know, if you're in a bigger city, too, you're you're in a market like Edmonton where you're getting called out on a fairly regular basis. And you're quite often, well, more often than not, you guys are the first ones on the scene. So you're yeah. you're seeing things that nobody wants to witness. And um and and quite often you guys are the ones responsible for cleaning up. I don't know what the term is, like making uh, helping mitigate the problem for sure. Yeah, uh, like word. one of the one of the things that um, the uh, stereotypical answers you'll hear from firefighters like, "Oh, I want to help the public, and I love to help people," or and, and not just firefighters, like police or nurses or yeah. Or, uh, EMS as well. Um, so you want to help, and that's a stereotypical thing. But the, the thing is, I don't know what the percentage would be. Like, even if he said, like, 80% of the time, it's people are having their worst day. Like, mm-hmm. nobody wants to be in a, a motor vehicle accident. Nobody wants to be yeah. in a fire. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's when we get called out. Yeah. yeah. And with EMS and uh, HS dropped like they are, we are on scene for longer times now so it's 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 dealing with not just the patient but it's a family that's struggling because you know where's the ambulance where's the help why aren't you guys doing more yeah yeah absolutely yeah i can see it 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 totally makes sense and what you guys have had to go through over the last couple of years just made your lives even more difficult jeff rucksack march for remembrance can you give us a timeline and then we'll send people to your webpage so they can donate oh that'd be awesome yeah um so in edmonton here it's taking place on Sunday, uh, we're gathering at the Rundle Family Center at 9 a.m. and then we set off at 10. Uh, it's a 22-kilometer walk through the River Valley. We're suggested to carry at least 22 kilos as well, just okay. to, like, and that's more of a um, representation of the weight that people that are dealing with mental illness are carrying every day. Okay. So that takes place on Sunday, um, 10 a.m. and uh, yeah, if people come, would want to come out and just even things are. Life is busy. Yeah. Life is busy and things are expensive these days. But just to have people out and show their support, like that's part of it as well. Like create create awareness and create like essentially the sad part is we're we are um crowdfunding for mental health. Yeah. But for a lot of people just to have people out and show them that they aren't struggling alone is you know, Huge. you can't buy that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Now where can people donate? It, it, there's specifically a, a site for um for donations too, right? So if they go to Ruck R U C K for the number four R E M 
ca yeah and then uh they can search out anybody on there like for uh to be perfectly honest all of the money goes to wounded warriors so yeah. it doesn't matter if you just pick a team or pick an individual and, and donate to them that that's greatly appreciated but if we're looking for you it's it's jeff redman right redman yeah redman. For sure. okay listen i appreciate your time today and good luck with the event um this weekend okay thank you for reaching Thanks out so much, i'm glad no, thank you i'm glad we could help in some small way here Totally appreciate it. Have a great day. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. If I could turn back time. <laughs> I do a way better share than you two. If I could turn back time. Not bad, Grant. Not bad. <laughs> Mine's better. You got to be more throaty. I guess, yeah. <laughs> that was Jimmy. <laughs> Good work, Jimmy. <laughs> nice right. one, Jimmy. So Cher is dating somebody. <laughs> I was trying to do the math on that. So Cher is 76. Okay. Her new alleged boyfriend is 36. Wow. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. You so, go, girl. That is what? 40 year difference? 40. Yeah. 40. So yeah, she was spotted uh, with. His she's name is- more than twice as old as he. Is. She still looks good. I mean, obviously, there's probably been there's a some lot of help. work there. There's been some help there, but that doesn't mean that she can't. Alexander Edwards is his name. He used to date Amber Rose, who's a model. Um, yeah, she dated Kanye West famously for a while. Yeah, is she the one that accused um, Harvey Weinstein? Is she known for that too? I don't know. Amber Rose. I think I think she's one of Harvey Weinstein's accusers, too. Anyway, um, that's not important. The share the, the thing, she's done this before. Like, she's... So I was looking it up, trying to find, like, who she dated, and they actually called her the original cougar. Yeah. So this is not a, this is not a new thing for Cher. She's yeah. been doing this for a long time. Yeah, she has uh, dated younger men. Name some of them. Jimmy, don't you remember? Like, wasn't there... She dated Gene Simmons. I forgot about that. I'm trying to remember. There was another situation where she dated... Val Kilmer? No, it's John Travolta. Was she with John Travolta? She dated John Travolta when he was just a kid. uh, She dated Val Kilmer when he was a kid. Like, he's about the same age as... Is them, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise, she used to get with. Okay. She was 39. He was 23 at the time. See, this is an ongoing thing for her. Yeah. She's always like the younger boys. She has, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I might be wrong on the John Travolta thing, but I, I have a memory. Or maybe she just... What is it called? Is it she, is she a sugar mama? There's a name for but this. These guys all have money themselves. So she would be just a cougar. I think she'd, yeah. be, she'd be down at the gas pump with Jimmy back in the day. The purple onion. But I think if she... I think she can get away with it. I, listen, I'm I'm applauding it. If anything, you need to celebrate this. It's kind of that old... Uh, like double standard, right? Yeah. Where there's a 40-year difference between her and her new boyfriend. We're like, go get it, Cher. But if it was flipped around, anytime it's flipped around, we're like, oh, that's disgusting. But is that changing, though? Some people aren't really that as judgy anymore about it because it's no. so prevalent. No, I don't think that's that's a thing. I think it's still pretty, pretty judged. 
I can't. If, if anybody, if there's any age separation at all between men and women, it's always judged quite harshly. I can't find anything about um, John, no? John Travolta, no. Maybe I'm making that up. He might be, yeah. You made something up that's new. There was, there's a story. She Tom Cruise was one of her best lovers, though. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So the crazy thing works on both sides of the gender, too, eh? <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Not that we need to prove a point, but Grant brought up the, the difference in sort of judgment um, when you have uh, somebody like Cher dating somebody that's like half her age. Yeah, she's 76. Like, her boyfriend's 36. You go, girl. You get it. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Get on it. If that's flipped. Yeah. And you got somebody way older dating a girl way younger. It's. Yeah. And I'm not saying like a. Yeah. And somebody did suggest a scenario that might be something that we could judge. Right. I'm going to judge him for this though. Okay. And it's Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus is apparently engaged to a 20 year old girl that he met on the set of his daughter's show, Hannah Montana. But the thing is, is he's 61 and she's in her 20s. She's 20. She's younger and than his daughter. They met on her show. She would have been like seven when they met. <laughs> that show hasn't been on the air for how many years? It's been a long time. <laughs> That's even uh, apparently That's my judgeable. I'm disgusted by your guys' judgment, to be oh, honest okay. with you. Maybe they're really in love. <laughs> Apparently, Miley has cut off all ties with with Billy Ray. What? Because oh, so this she's is impacting so the- disgusted by it. <laughs> I didn't know that. He's trying to get over his achy, breaky heart. I guess <laughs> he's doing it the wrong way. You brought up a funny, an interesting scenario. Just wrap your head around this. So, yeah. okay, I'm 52. I've got a couple of daughters in their 20s, right? Mm-hmm. My oldest is 25. My youngest is 23. They're gone. One's in Toronto. One's in Vancouver. Yeah. And uh, you said, so So Deborah dies in a... You were very specific. I just said, <laughs> let's say Deb dies in a train accident. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, how do you Horrible. think your daughters would react if you started dating one, one of their, their friends, friends or work colleagues? <laughs> Somebody, my daughter, w- waited tables with an Earl. Yeah. Or All of a sudden, there's Locke picking her up from work. <laughs> I see. This is why. Uh, this is why we judge. Because it's, it's wrong. We put ourselves That's in those wrong. situations. And Share. Like, you're fine. <laughs> you can do it. But you can do it. You can date someone younger than your kids, but yeah. as soon as Billy Ray Cyrus steps out, dates a twenty-year-old girl named Fire Rose from Hannah Montana, from the cast of Hannah Montana, <laughs> we would judge you, Locke. Yeah. Brian Road is the vice president of marketing and sales for Ski Marmot Basin. Good morning. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing really well. Thank you for the invite the other night. That was a great night. Yeah, it was good to see you guys. You guys brought winter. Your event was called Welcome to Winter, <laughs> and we got our first big snowstorm of the year, so well done. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't fool around here. Yeah. Um, Not a co- at all. A couple of well, things. you know, Jasper, Jasper is Edmonton's Rocky Mountain playground, so we do our best to make sure uh, we know it's winter here and there. Um, quite a few things came out of this meeting, this 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 uh, this presentation so we'll talk about a few of them the new quad chair for the knob 
which I think a lot of people are going to be saying, it's not this season, but it's going to be next season, right, Brian? Yeah, next season. So we're just going through the the last, uh, you know, um, machinations with Parks Canada, who we work with real closely on this to get the permitting process in place. But, you know, we fully expect everything is going to come together here over the next uh, few weeks because we've ordered the chairlift and we're going to install it over uh, the summer of 2023. And this is going to be a, a beautiful lift. It's a Doppelmeyer quad chair. It's got a conveyor on it, which means that helps you load. We can run the chair quite a bit faster than the old knob. It's going to be way more comfortable. It's going up to a higher location on the peak. It's going up to what we call the second rock band. So going to provide uh, access to a lot more terrain yeah it's going to be just awesome you also announced the mountain collective can you explain that to us yeah that's a new program for this year we're really excited about that so marmot basin has joined the mountain collective and this is a multi-area ski season pass program so perfect for people who like to ski a number of different ski areas in the season so there's 25 resorts uh worldwide most of which are in u.s and canada you buy the pass now, it's on special for a few more weeks for six ninety nine, and then you get two free days at all the different resorts. Once the two free days are over, then you get half price at each of these resorts. So, you know, in Canada for an Edmontonian, you get two free days at Marmot, Sunshine, Lake Louise, Revelstoke, Sun Peaks, and Panorama. And then some real, um, you know, kind of bucket list resorts in the U.S. as well, such as Aspen, uh, Alta, Snowbird, and on and on. So it's a super good deal for people who like to ski around. But you wouldn't have to actually um, use it much to make it pay off. Like, you don't have to travel all around the world to, to have it impact you. No, no. I mean, even, you know, Albertans who just say, look, I like to stay in, in Alberta. I mean, we do have the Rockies. We kind of own those right here at Marmot and down to our friends down south in the Banff area. Yeah. So you can see Banff and Jasper to your heart's content, get yeah. six free days at those three resorts and then pay half price That's after huge. that. So, yeah. yeah, it's good. And, you know, a lot of people buy the Marmot Escape card. It's only 89 bucks, and you get half price every day at Marmot. But again, you know, if you like skiing, you know, a few different areas, then mm-hmm. the Mountain Collective is a really good option. Hit the Marmot webpage for more information on that. We'll touch on the parking thing quickly, too, Brian, because you yeah. guys have added a bunch of parking. Yeah, we added 300 stalls this summer. And, you know, the Marmot wow. parking system is really good. People know about it. They can park and ski to and from their car. That's why we have so many people that enjoy tailgating. Uh, super convenient. You don't have to walk. Uh, you know, the parking lot, walk across a long parking lot to get to the slopes. But, you know, the last few years, what has happened with COVID is less people per vehicle. So we ended up with more cars coming up on the mountain. So we mm-hmm. recognized pretty quickly we should expand our parking lot. So we invested a bunch of money this summer. Uh, it was a, several months to do that project. And uh, now we've got 300 extra extra stalls. So that wow. should uh, alleviate our parking issue 100% going into this season. Now I don't have to uh, um, leave downtown Jasper at, at 4 o'clock in the morning to get a parking spot. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, and this is what was happening is everybody was coming up earlier and earlier and earlier yeah. to try and secure a parking spot. So. Now we've taken that pressure away from people. You know, make your way up here at your convenience and leisure and, and we'll have a spot for you. Nice. Brian, we always appreciate uh, our time with you, and we look forward to seeing you at some point this winter up at Marmot. Maybe Jasper in January is the next time we'll chat. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I should add, we're opening on November 10th, 
And we're not just opening with a few runs in the lower area. We've got so much snow that came over yeah. the last week. And then the forecast for the next couple of days is snow, snow, snow. Nice. So we'll have our updated on our website how many runs we're going to have open here. I mean, it won't be the whole area, but we're not opening with just a few runs. You're going to have a really good variety and choice here on November 10th. Thanks again, Brian. Good stuff. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.